Hi, this is Eric Farnsworth, the Vice President of the Council of the Americas, and I'm here again with Ryan Berg, who's the Senior Fellow for the Americas Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. We're both coming to you from Washington, D.C. Our topic today is El Salvador. There's been a lot of interesting stuff going on in that uh, small South, uh, Central American country, not the least of which is recently the National Legislative Assembly uh, was taken over by uh, the political party of the president of the country, Nayib Bukele, uh, and one of their first acts was to remove uh, the members of the Supreme Court and the independent attorney general, uh, therefore bringing all three branches of the government of El Salvador squarely within the uh, orbit of the executive branch and specifically the president of the country. This has been ringing some alarm bells uh, in Washington and around the region, uh, not the least of which is with the White House. Uh, just on Tuesday, May 4th, the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, said to the 51st Washington Conference on the Americas uh, that these issues in uh, El Salvador demand a response. And so we want to talk about those issues today. Ryan's been following these issues very closely. Ryan, uh, does the, do these acts demand a response? And if so, what should that response be? Good morning, Eric. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Um, Indeed, I think uh, Bukele's move in, in El Salvador is, is quite the provocation um, and really a, a critical test for, for the new Biden administration. Um, tens of thousands of uh, people from El Salvador flee to the United States every year, and uh, the Biden administration has an understandable interest in um, engaging with the government of El Salvador, but also um, engaging in, in policies to try to stem that, that migratory flow. Uh, at the same time, I think that they're quite worried that uh, failing to respond to uh, what is largely viewed as a, a step in, in the wrong direction, democratic backsliding, uh, could have catastrophic effects for the region. Um, one of the things that we know drives migration is a, it's a lack of judicial independence and fragile institutions, a democratic backsliding. And we've seen that in, uh, in many countries in Central America and also in Mexico um, and, so, and, in, and in Nicaragua as well, I'll mention. Uh, and so the, um, the the lack of a response from the United States could actually signal a, a sort of green light uh, for other players in the region that that this is that this is okay. So the United States faces a very difficult situation in that it encounters a, a president in El Salvador uh, that has a lot of youthful overconfidence. Right? He's not even forty years old yet. Uh, he just won a, a massive election and, and is uh, by most polling. Figures, one of the most popular political figures in the world, usually polls between 80 and 90 percent. Uh, and yet he is engaged in a behavior that looks to be undemocratic. And so the question is, how do we engage with um, a, a player who is engaging in undemocratic behavior uh, and yet with whom we have vital strategic interests? Well, that really is the question, and uh, it doesn't just arise in the Salvador context, does it? It arises, you know, all over the world, and diplomacy is really about compromises. But, you know, let's drill down on that a little bit more. I mean, we really need the cooperation of the government of El Salvador uh, on a key domestic political issue of the United States, which is migration uh, and the ability to, frankly, control the southwest border of the United States. Uh, and so that becomes a lot more difficult, doesn't it, when uh, one of your key partners is somebody who uh, you... Uh, are condemning publicly uh, for some of their actions politically. And let me throw another wrinkle in here too, uh, that uh, for the first time in, in memory, uh, a country like El Salvador actually has other 
uh, international partners it can turn to if it uh, tires of the United States, namely China. Uh, and uh, we also know that uh, in previous months, uh, the Bukele government has, has had contacts with China, and there have been a lot of discussions along those lines, certainly during the Trump years, uh, when, the, when the Trump White House was very strong about discouraging El Salvador to upgrade its relations with China. Do you think that this might uh, tend uh, toward uh, to push El Salvador more in that direction, or, or are they still uh, locked in uh, fundamentally to the U.S. orbit? Well, I think El Salvador, uh, which switched its recognition from uh, from Taiwan to China in, in recent years under, under President Bukele, uh, is clearly um, uh, showing that it knows it has other uh, friends and, and potential partners. And so the United States faces the additional difficulty of maneuvering in this uh, in this sensitive area. And one of the, the main or principal tools that the U.S. was going to uh, or still is planning to use under the Biden administration to uh, push Central American countries in the Northern Triangle toward better governance uh, and greater development is a $4 billion aid package. Well, that becomes incredibly difficult when you have partners on the ground um, who give you great worry uh, in, the, in the democracy and governance space, and you might want to cut back on some of that funding. So the, the principal tool here uh, is really at risk uh, because of, of, of bad partners um, in the region. There's also the issue of, of the potential uh, IMF loan that uh, El Salvador has requested uh, to, to bail itself out of a, a budget deficit close to $2 billion U.S. dollars. Um, some lawmakers have said that that should also be uh, potentially on on the chopping block, uh, blocking that uh, in response to, to this move. And so uh, the risk here is, is of course, that the, we know that the big alternative financier is, is China. And El Salvador recently moved to, to switch its diplomatic recognition uh, to China. So, so those are the issues at play, Eric. Those are big issues. And the U.S. Congress is also getting involved, which is uh, also adding some complications. Ryan, great to talk to you. See you again in a couple of weeks. Everybody have a great day.